Welcome to Story Chats at Insby Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. I'm Valerie Comer. So today it's just the three of us and it's probably good to have no, uh, no observers because we're talking about love triangles. Um, love triangles are pretty polarizing, <laughs> I think even amongst the three of us here. So um, we'll just dive right in. What are your thoughts about love triangles? Love them, hate them, something in between? Narelle, you first. Okay, so if they're done really well, if it's, if it's written really well, if it's set up really well, um, it can become a, a favorite read for the year for me. So it can become a top read. But if the story is not written to my satisfaction and if I don't pick the winner <laughs> as well, then it can also be my, one of my worst reads of the year as well or I could quit reading. So I really, myself, I get very conflicted. It will depend on the story. But if it's, if it's been written well, if it's plotted well, if the characterisation works, then it can be an absolute favourite read for me. All right, Valerie? So it's not just polarizing between the three of us. It's polarizing within one head. <laughs> within one person, yeah. <laughs> so Might be scary. <laughs> I think. Um, I think when we, I think when we think of love triangles, sometimes we think that we. It, it's when we don't know which partner the character is going to pick, which is super hard to pull off in traditional uh, contemporary romance because it's usually written in. Uh, hero and heroine alternating points of view and unless you've got I'm going to go with like one girl two guys unless we've got all three of those points of view we don't really know um, we do know which one it's going to be because he's the one with the point of view right so um, and I have seen it done and I didn't I wasn't able to remember what the title was so this is not coming later, where it's like all her point of view and it's all like what's going on in her head about it. Um, and it could be the same with the guy's point of view, but I don't think I've ever read that. So then it, then it comes down to um, how believable is it? Is she just wishy-washy? In which case you just kind of want to give her a whack. Mm -hmm. um, or is, is there like a real reason, a really good setup? Um, so there's a lot of times most of the time there's just an element of love triangle in it without it being like that full will she pick this one will she pick that one because you know it's just how it's going to play out okay all right so mine is a lot less nuanced than that I pretty much just hate them <laughs> I just I don't I don't care how well they're written I I have no that doesn't matter to me at all um, I, so this is going to be a really short episode of just Monroe <laughs> chatting. Is that what you're saying? No, no. I I forced myself to read some so that I would have books to talk about, and boy, do I have stuff to talk about because it did not change my mind <laughs> about whether or not I like love love triangles. I just mm -mm, no, not All my right then. not for me. <laughs> So um, I feel like there are two types of love triangles. Maybe there are others, um, but the two that come to mind are where you've got two perfectly good choices 
where like Valerie was saying, the author kind of sets up one to be the obvious pick, usually because you get their POV. Um, or you have the kind where um, the, the one of the, I mean, cause it's usually a girl and two guys. So, but whatever, where one of the triangle pieces is so obviously horrible that you know she can't choose him or he can't choose her because they're so obviously just dastardly that that you couldn't possibly I mean if I guess if you never wanted to sell another book you could you could write it that way um did is are there any others that other types that I missed do you think Norell or Valerie no, just, be... just the just the angle where it would be all from one point of view so you you don't see it coming quite as clearly sure. it might be a third kind of way and i test those books i cannot read one if it's just from one point of view that okay. just drives me nuts i also i'm not a fan of of romance in general that's just written from the heroine's point of view i like to know what the guy's thinking and I prefer, if I'm going to read a love triangle, that I actually have all three viewpoints yeah. as well. I like to know what everyone's thinking. There's like three people in this relationship mess. And that's effectively what a love triangle is. It's a mess. Yeah. And I want to know what all three of them are thinking. And you don't know that unless you go into their heads and have their viewpoint as well. But that said... Have um, you read I any like that? I think I've mentioned before that I remember going to a writing class in a, from an Australian romance author who talked about that when we pick up a book and read a book, um, the reader will bond with the first eligible male to hit the page. That's so that, the first yeah. guy that meets the criteria of hero is who we will go to. And that's where I think a love triangle can be really hard because it messes with our bonding process with our heroes. We have this natural desire for, for one man to bond with one woman I think that's something a lot of that that's sort of the mindset that we have and so when you've got these options it just gets really confusing as well so I think that would be a reason why I think a lot of people like yourself Beth just really <laughs> don't like love triangles okay. yeah right. and that's just my thoughts no I I, I would buy it <laughs> <laughs> um I think we've pretty much already touched on what can make a good love triangle, right? Everybody who, the two of you who actually will occasionally like a love triangle have pretty much said what it is that will make it a good one. Do you have anything to add, Valerie? I think what I don't like would be if one of the characters is just playing the field for the, for the sake of keeping the options open or they're just indecisive wishy-washy like to me that's like I get just stamped that with dnf did not finish and I'm on to a different book so yeah they they need to be like genuinely trying to figure this out not sure. just like going through life throwing daisies in the air okay yeah. all right See, I would throw a book across the room or nearly throw a kindle if I got it wrong and I picked the wrong guy like I would be really really cranky because you can't change it no <laughs> and I mean you I mean we when we come to read romance we read romance because we're looking for that ah feeling at the end we've gone through all the obstacles and all the drama and everything else that goes into a relationship you finally get to the end you finally get the happily ever after and if it's with the wrong guy it's just like no 
So, yeah. and that I'll, I will DNF a book if I think it's heading the wrong way as well. As I said, I'm very passionate in my like or dislike. You don't skip ahead to the end to see. To see. <laughs> oh, I hate skipping ahead. Oh, I mean, it's, I try not to do that when I read books. I really try not to read the last chapter and give it away. Okay. I like to plod through and, and work through the story. So if I have to go to the end, that will also make me cranky because oh. I don't like doing that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. All right. Cranky. No, no, we don't. We don't need anybody to be cranky. Um, all right. So we're going to hit up some books, some love triangle books that we have read and we'll talk about them a little bit. I'm going to go first because um, you? <laughs> I am right, because I've, because I've read exactly two. So I have two books to talk about. Um, More than a princess by Carol Moncado. And uh, this is Princess Anna. And don't ask me to pronounce Carol's country names, Monte, Montevardo, Montevado, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Um, she's the, she's not even the spare. She's, her sister just got crowned queen, Adrian. And um, I believe she has, oh no, she, maybe she is the spare. I can't decide I if she's the spare or not. One. Isn't that, I think there's a brother. But I've anyway, read quite a few of Carol's books, yeah. but not this one. So anyway, this um, for Adrian, the sister, who's the queen now, uh, one of her suitors had been Jonathan, who lives in Missouri in Serenity Landing. Well, now they're trying to maybe pair him up with Anna or Anna um, because, you know, he's still eligible and he didn't get the queen. So maybe he could get a princess. Um, but then, <laughs> yeah, but then there's also this doctor, uh, pediatrician who is, um, it cracks me up because like both of the guys are from the States and here she's this princess for Montevardo. And I'm like, there were no Montevardo variants who were eligible but apparently not but that's okay um so anyway and she she really likes she likes the doctor a lot um but she would be willing to have sort of a I don't know like friendly because she's friends with Jonathan so she's like you know we could get along it would be fine so you know she's torn between that but the thing that irritated the bonkers out of me <laughs> and I hated Anna the whole book and I don't think she deserves either of them because she was making out with both of them Ooh. and I'm like if you are you know she's very upfront I just don't know I'm trying to decide and they're both trying to be kind and give her all this time to figure it out but then she's making out with both of them I'm like mm, if you have two guys that you're trying to figure out which one you're in love with you need to not be kissing either of them because that's but, that's just wrong but how else would you know which one is the better kisser I mean this is a gen genuine <laughs> dilemma isn't it no 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 I mean I don't think that that's like you make the choice first that you're in love with the the right guy who's the right guy for you for all these other reasons and then you know I guess if at that point you choose him and he's a terrible kisser you can reassess but I just don't think you should be making out with both of them like and she'll go from making out with one of them to answering the phone to talk to the other one and I'm like I'd be so done I'd be out 
Like if I was either of these guys, I just be like, you may be a princess, but no, thank you. Just none. So that was so, my first one. It's still so a good is, book, but I did not love Anna. She, um, so this is I how you really movies. feel about love triangles. Yeah. Okay. Just, yeah. I was just wanting to be sure that our listeners could figure that out. <laughs> Had you figured know. out case, that I absolutely yes. <laughs> Well, I mean, who's the best kisser does not make her the best marriage. No, no. Yeah. No, it does yeah. not. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that was my first one. Narelle, what's your first one? Okay. Well, I have three books I'm talking about that I love. So is yeah. So the first one and all three of them I have mentioned in previous episodes. I'm not going to go too much into the story. So the first one I'm going to talk about, and also Tony Shiloh loves this book. We we fangirl on this book, (laughs) is The Last Summer by Brandy Bruce. And this one is two girls and one guy, which is different to the one girl and two guys set up and they're a group of really close friends and um we go into I think we go into at least the girl's point of view I don't know if we're going I can't remember if we're going to his point of view um but it's there's they both legitimately could have been happy with him if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so it was a it was a difficult book to read and it was heartbreaking at the end and I cried at the end like I was really um I really felt for the person that that didn't win and there's a sequel and she gets a happily ever after and that's why I can cope with all that because I know that it might be the temporary end it's like it's like you have intermission and then you get to her real story <laughs> so <laughs> and I really like the structure of that because I like to see everyone win I don't like to see someone lose um but I just love the um the close friendships and the relationship dynamics and I thought that he I didn't, I didn't feel like he did the wrong thing by either of them, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think in a love triangle, often you can look at the person who has the choice and you feel like they've wronged somebody, but I don't legitimate, I didn't feel that when I was reading it as well. And I, it had a lot of emotion in it. It had, a, there was a lot of shared history with all of the characters as well. And I'm not going to reveal how it all ended. Um, but just to say it's a fabulous book and if you love triangles or you're not sure if you love triangles go and read Brandy Bruce's book because it's and but read both books read the second one as well and have yes, a box of Kleenex a box <laughs> yes yes yeah. and have the Kleenex handy as well but uh, I really enjoyed it the last summer yeah all right you I almost got that one because you have mentioned it before when I was trying but I also knew that like you were disappointed with who got the one in the end and I was like I don't I don't think I can do that so I didn't (laughs) it didn't matter but it didn't matter who was at the end there was no way to avoid being disappointed okay because all three characters um were worthy it wasn't that there was one person who was too immature or too this or too that um I I honestly think that he could have chosen the other one and had a very enriching happy marriage with her Okay. And so if you believe, if you really sort of buy into the whole soulmates, there's only one person for you ever in your life, then you would struggle with this book. Sure. Because I think it really shows how um, we, in theory, we could, there could be multiple people that could be the right person to marry. Okay. And that's something that does come out in this story as well. But yeah, it's very good. All right, Valerie, what's your first one? I am going to go with uh, Lindsay Harrell book for the first one, All I've Waited For. And I talked about this one a couple of weeks ago. Um, 
because it's also a, a second chance romance mm -hmm. as the the couple had undeclared or unrequited love in high school but neither of them thought it was mutual so they kind of veered away from each other uh, he's the son of vineyard owners and the vineyards in trouble and he got engaged to a woman in France who cannot inherit her grandfather's vineyard without being married because her grandfather is old school. So it's a total setup for a marriage of convenience. He never pretends otherwise, except that he's not like announcing it from the street corners in his hometown, which is where they are. So Ashley is the, um, the wedding planner that he, and he doesn't know she's working there when he goes in with his new fiance. And um, so then he realizes that she's still there, she's still single, and that there's still a spark between them, but hello, he's engaged to Claire and this is a problem because he needs to marry Claire to save his family's vineyard. So, there's a there's a lot of um, a lot of drama inside about that, but I thought it was pretty well done. I mean, it's alternating Derek and Ashley's points of view. You know that he's gonna give it up, but you don't know how it's gonna play out for his family's fortunes and the the vineyard and and stuff. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting either way. So yeah, I enjoyed that one. How do you not? classify him as a cheater because you're in his head and you can see the see the dilemma from his point of view and he's so not he's, a he's not cheating cheater. Hmm? he's a conflicted cheater he's not a cheater is he engaged in falling in love with someone else without breaking it off with the person he's engaged with yes so he's cheating but... emotionally but Having an emotional affair okay, okay. I'll, grant, <laughs> I'll grant you that this is um, my but, issue with love triangles <laughs> but the uh, but but he does break it off like if this doesn't happen at the very end so it's not a love triangle from word All one way. to word a hundred thousand that's good so um there is some resolution of that temporary storyline of cheating before you get to before can we get you, to the end you can put it that way if you like oh i know it's just this is this is my this is my struggle because i i just yeah i hear you yeah that's legit yeah well it's i mean the same way like with anna kissing both guys she's basically cheating on both of them because she's kissing two people and it's just like i just don't have a ton of respect for that you can have yeah. a monogamous love triangle though. So with um, Brandy's book, The Last Summer, he wasn't with both of the girls at the same time. It was one to the other. Like there, there was a dis it was a monogamous love triangle and that is possible. You might do better with that. That might resolve your cheating issue, which okay. is a very legitimate but, issue. I, but if yeah. the reader still thinks that either of the characters is a possible correct outcome then how then how does it how is it monogamous I mean they're both in there at the same time I mean not on the page at the same time I hope yeah. let me kiss you let me kiss you no <laughs> but um 
We've been kissing right. booth just they're behind each other but in it's, line. But it's like yeah. I am with you. I'm with you now. Therefore, I'm not going to think or go there in my head emotionally okay. with you because I'm choosing this you. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So I'm choosing yes. you, and you're the one I'm focusing on, and I'm not thinking about her. But I can. But I'm thinking about not her. thinking about her. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. Um. But, but this is also, I think, real life. I think if you want to, I don't think affairs just magically just happen out of nowhere. I think that um, there are often in people's relationships times where there will be a third person that for whatever reason is different to their spouse who, who meets different needs or has, or there's something about them that they're drawn to. So I think the love triangle sort of draws on some of that. Um, That's dynamic. a good point. Yeah. And that's why I think love triangles can be very relatable because I think people can relate to um, my my spouse doesn't fulfill my needs in this way and then this person could do that. So, yeah, it, it sort of draws on that play of how people are attracted to each other. But I do draw the line at kissing two people at the same time I really don't think is appropriate in contemporary Christian romance. I think it works fine in general market. And um, for a whole bunch of reasons, I think it works really well there. But I think most readers would be um, would be put off by having the kissing at the same time thing going on. In general market romance, I imagine there is less of an issue with um, emotional affairs, too, because they didn't actually do anything. Yeah. But um, they're just as damaging. Yeah. So I don't know. All right. Yeah. All right. So my second one is What Could Be by J.C. Weaver. Mm-hmm. And I actually did not hate this one um, because <laughs> here's why. Here's why. Um, because it probably doesn't actually qualify as a true love triangle. Uh, the girl is with Caleb and I've totally forgotten her name, but for whatever reason, I remember her yeah. boyfriend's name. What is it? Brin, I looked Brin, her up. Brin, thank you. Yeah. Yes. You're welcome. So she's dating Caleb. <clears throat> she's already having doubts about him at the very beginning um, and their relationship because they've been drifting apart. He's blowing her off constantly. Um, so they're already on the rocks. And the hot dad <laughs> at her after school program. Um, you know, she just sort of notices that he's good looking and she loves his little boy, but she doesn't go anywhere else. He very much is interested more in her. And she's just like, no, he's just the dad of this little boy who I love. Um, she doesn't pursue anything with him. Um, and while she doesn't outright say that she has a boyfriend, she does mention Caleb, but there's never anything between her and hot dad until she and Caleb have broken up. Um, and so while, you know, this thing with Caleb is sort of breaking and falling apart between them and she is getting interested in the other guy, it never goes, you know, as soon as she realizes she's interested, she's like, I have to end things with Caleb. Um, and so right. to me, so it probably doesn't probably doesn't even qualify as a love triangle because to me this is how a love triangle is done respectfully to all parties involved it's like I'm with this guy and I realize that it's not working out so I'm going to end things with him before getting even emotionally involved with this other person 
but the but the attraction was there but the attraction was there but she never acted on it or even really thought about it beyond like acknowledging it and acknowledging that she was with Caleb like you know it so it wasn't one yeah it's been a while so I don't remember all the nuances but Mm. um but yeah so it probably doesn't even like, it's not for like diehard love triangle lovers are going to be like, yeah, that's, that's not at all. <laughs> because like I mentioned in a previous podcast that my, my angst tolerance is pretty low. Um, and I think that's probably also at the root of my just absolute disgust for love triangles is because there's, there does tend to be just a whole lot of drama and angst. And I'm just like, I don't need that from my books. That's not why I read is to, to fill that. No, I'll watch the news if I need angst, you know? <laughs> Thank you there. All right, Narelle, what's your second one? Um, my second one, which I've talked about before, is A Season to Dance by Patricia Beale. Mm-hmm. And what I really like the twist on the love triangle in this one, because we read chapter one and she's with her husband who's dying. It's, um, this is another tear joke. You need, you need Kleenex for this one as well. Beautiful book. And you don't know who it is though. So she has a, a dying husband at the beginning and then we move um, into the story and we actually don't know who was in that first chapter. So it's a mystery. And I think that's a really fun twist on it. And then she moves through relationships with... Um, um, what was her name again? Her name was Anna, and she moved. There's Klaus, who's the German um, ballerina, because she's a, um, Anna's a ballerina mm-hmm. who's in Germany. So the book actually is, is partly set in Germany. And then there's Peter, who's in the States. And I really just love the dynamics of the love triangle in that story. And um, one of, and as I was saying, you can actually get a, a lot of depth of emotion and a lot of angst without being angsty, if that makes sense because they yeah so she deeply loved both of these men in the story so I just thought it was beautiful so if you like love triangles go read that one it's a good one I have read that one I read it because you kept recommending it um (laughs) I can see it on your face I did not respect her at all um because again she was involved with both of them at the same time um he wasn't a Christian though, so I think that may, I that I think yeah. that does make a difference. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. To, to me, like, I don't know. Not to me. To me, like, I don't. Know. I have, I like I said, I struggle with love triangles, and I struggled yeah. with that book a lot because I just I didn't like her. I didn't like Klaus because I thought he was pretty underhanded trying to win. And I felt sorry for Peter and that he deserved so much better once he finally got sort of over it after, cause she was with Klaus for a while. And I'm like, don't go back to that train wreck, man. Do you deserve way better than that? Because that, ugh, it's not my top read ever, <laughs> so, but yeah. Um, yeah. But no, well, I, Peter I was would my say, favorite. If yeah, you Peter was my favorite, love, definitely. Yeah. If you like love triangles, it is a well-written love triangle. Yeah. It is a well-written love triangle. <laughs> yes. 
all the commas are in the right place. Well, and more than that, like it evokes all the things that I think love triangles are supposed to evoke. My problem is that I hate having that evoked in me where, but if you really enjoy the process of like wanting to fling your book across the room, <laughs> then, then that's the book for you for sure. Narelle? And that's why it's a good book. It's a good book will draw out your emotions. And I always say the best book should have one star and five star reviews because you react emotionally and you either love it or you hate it. Sure. So a book that's lukewarm that. is not, you know what I mean? I think that's I'll read all the look. Book. I will read all the lukewarm books. <laughs> yeah, you look memorable. <laughs> Narelle, did you say that this book is written from all three points of view? Did you say that? I think or this not. one was mainly her. I think it was her point of view most I think of the story. It is. I haven't read okay. it for a while. I think it's all, all right. her point I was just curious. All her. It's, yeah. it's first which, person, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's all first person her. Ah. Which, yeah, it's interesting that I liked it because it is all in the one point of view. But I think why I liked it was the way that first chapter was set up because it had the who, who, is, who, which, who did she end up with? Yeah. is set up at the beginning so we know because we know the destination it's like reading the last pages of a book that I never do yeah so you know where uh-huh. the story is heading you know what's going on she, you know something that someone she's going to lose somebody and that's what I think added to the enjoyment of that book if that first chapter hadn't have been there I don't think I would have enjoyed the book as much as I have that's interesting mm. huh. what's your next one Valerie Let's go with Let It Be Me by Becky Wade. Okay. So there's a little bit of setup. Um, This is not book one. So we've met um, all of these characters, or the two guys anyways, we met them in the previous book, which has been a few months since I read it. Um, So Sebastian is a a guy who's been alone all his life except for Ben's family. Ben's family like embraced him and and brought him in. And Sebastian has gone on to become a pediatric heart surgeon. And he was in an accident last fall in the book. And um, this woman had been driving right behind him and she like kept him company until the paramedics came and he was just like he'd never forgotten her never forgotten her voice and he was like become obsessed with this woman whose name he never got never not really got a super good look at her even and all this stuff so he's been and he's been telling his friends man I just need to find this woman who's so amazing and then meanwhile his friend Ben, who's a high school teacher, is telling him about this woman that he works with that he's in love with. He's in love with Leah, the math teacher. And, um, and Sebastian's like, well, you should, you should go after her. You should tell her how you feel. And Ben's pulling back. So anyway, it turns out that it's the same woman. Yeah. So as soon as Sebastian meets her and then like five minutes later and he recognizes who it is he recognizes her voice and he's like ready to step in and ask her to date him like to go out with him and then Ben shows up and says oh this is my co-worker Leah and Sebastian is like oh yeah oh and he knows because they're like bonded brothers that he can't he can't do that to Ben 
So he pulls back. Meanwhile, Leah is, I think it's never says so in the book, but I would guess she's on the spectrum. She's very, very focused. I loved her. She was amazing, but she did not, she, partly because she doesn't think like me. And I, I love the insights and stuff. So she's like so focused on math that she's like completely um, has no clue what she's doing to either of these guys. So it's not like she's being wishy-washy. She's just like friends with them, but she doesn't, she, she doesn't want to get romantically involved with anybody ever. She's taking care of her younger brother and she wants to get her PhD and she's just focused on life. And all of a sudden she figures out that there's these two men who neither of them is now going to make a move because of their of their bond together so it was I mean they do make up their minds like partway through it's not a love triangle to the end you know who it's going to be um, but I thought it was pretty well done and I enjoyed the the dilemma that the guys were put in and especially because she was she just had no clue and that's what makes a difference I think you for a love triangle to really work for me all three parties need to be connected to each other as well because it just adds that extra layer of um, if if I make a decision to choose this person, I also damage this relationship with that person. Yeah. And I really like the complexities of that if it's done well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, we're, we're actually we're a little over, surprisingly, <laughs> because we have opinions or I'm just loud and I have opinions. I don't know. <laughs> I, Do I have I... time to mention one more? Sure. Very quickly. Yeah. I just wanted to quickly mention um, You Belong With Me by Terry Farris. Uh, yeah, Terry Farris. And that's the opening book in this um, Restoring um, Heritage series. We, I'm not going to go into the story because we've talked about it before. And that's the one with um, Janie, Madison and Thomas. That's the romantic subplot. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed that love triangle. I think that one worked really well. Maybe because it wasn't the main romance in the book, mm -hmm. I think that also helped it was kind of the side love story and it also made sense as to who was going to win and who was going to lose as well but it was a matter of untangling how that was going to work and the person who lost got her own um, love story later on in the series and got her happily ever after so that made me happy because people everyone wins eventually yeah I, I don't remember disliking that subplot in that book it doesn't like <laughs> stick in my brain like a thumbtack. Sometimes I read love triangles and then it just sits there and like pokes pokes in my brain yeah. about how much I hated it. So, so I think that yeah. one of the books that I released this summer kind of fits into that as well, Amethyst Attraction. Um, we've got a young um, youth pastor who knows that he wants to get married and he knows that the woman he's attracted to lives very far away, but she's coming to town for the summer. And so he decides to date this very perfect woman that lives in the community because she would be the perfect pastor's wife. She teaches Sunday school. She's amazing. There's nothing wrong with her, but there's no spark. And so um, I had a lot of fun with that. I don't know if it's a traditional love triangle. No, I know it's not. But it has the elements of that where he's kind of torn between the perfect woman and the one that might be perfect for him. So, I'm looking plug. forward to reading that one. It's hmm? in the top of my TBR. <laughs> there you I go. That's what it's about. One, I don't consider that one a love triangle, honestly. Um, 
because because you didn't hate it well i had some problems with it mostly because he was irritating to me but um but but not because of more just because like he doesn't ever it's like jc's book he wants the one while he's dating the other but he never does anything about it and then he ends things before doing any you know so it's yeah it's not yeah which i did appreciate <laughs> you're welcome yeah. thank, you. thank you um okay so i feel like even though we're a little long today we have to hit up the big movie love triangles just a couple of them and valerie's like i'm out but um norelle and i can hit up the big movie love triangles um <clears throat> Just because I feel like they're obvious and we have to touch on them real quick. Yes. So um, you've got Jacob or Edward in Twilight. Yeah. What what team yeah, are yeah. you on, Narelle? Um, Edward. Okay, I'm me too. Edward. I am also yes. team Edward. But I really felt for Jacob. I really struggled with that with Twilight. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> See, I I didn't so much just because to me he was so annoying about the fact that he was pursuing Bella when Bella was so like, look, dude, I want Edward. And there's an element of at some point, if you don't accept that no means no, then you've crossed lines. Yeah. Um, and I feel like Jacob like took the lines, trampled them and then like buried them in mud. <laughs> yeah. I just don't like people losing. I think it's my problem. I just want the win-win everywhere. Sure. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. All right. So then Hunger Games, you've got Peter or Gail. I wasn't big into Hunger Games. Okay. I should have asked my um, children about that one. That's okay. Um, yeah. So I don't have a strong opinion on Hunger Games. All right. I'm team Peter, hands down, mm -hmm. hands down team Peter. Uh, and then like Titanic, Jack or Cal. Oh, Titanic was hard. I'd probably, I'd probably have to go with Jack. Okay. Yeah. He seems to be the popular choice. Titanic's one I don't actually have an opinion on. I I fall asleep every time I try to watch <laughs> Titanic. If I can't sleep, I put Titanic on. And I am usually out before he gets on the ship. Like that's like Titanic. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of like the ship of doom. Like you just, <laughs> you just know, you know what's going to happen. And that's, yeah. I, it's really hard, I think, to read something when you know that yeah. there's going to be this tragic ending yep. i remember watching it at the movies and oh it was it was a hard movie to watch in so many ways yeah which yeah. is why i haven't watched it there you go and yeah. hey spoiler alert the boat sinks yeah exactly I know <laughs> the boat. whatever all right linus or david and sabrina i don't have an opinion on that one either really okay yeah all right i'm 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 linus all the way primarily okay. i will admit because the version I love is the Harrison Ford version. And so okay. if there's an option to choose Harrison Ford, I will always choose Harrison Ford. So <laughs> has nothing to do with the character, but um, but I will always choose Harrison Ford. Oh, he's a good choice. Yeah. <laughs> and I think maybe with Love Triangle movies, often I am like, maybe I just, I think sometimes I just mentally go to the place of, I'm really not going to get too invested because I'm probably going to get it wrong. If yeah. it's a movie that's been done really well, because in a movie you see the body language and you yeah. see a bit more than what is on the page as well. So you get a few clues from the visual cue, the visual cues that you get from a movie too. So I'll sit back and I'll say, Oh, they're both good. Oh, that's either of them can win. I'm happy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's um, the other one. I didn't put it on our list when we were doing this, but Sweet Home Alabama, which is oh. a rom-com that most people love. I despise it because of, I think she should have stuck with the first guy. Like they're both such good guys. And I hate yes. how she treats the first guy. I just hate it because I'm like, I have no use for Reese Witherspoon's character in that movie. I feel like she's yeah. a horrible person. So. <laughs> and it was really, because they were so different. It was a real yeah. sort of urban city versus country bumpkin story as well. Yeah. And she, she, she on it, it was like, she was, what was clever about that movie is that she was at the fork in the road, yeah. which way do I, which direction do I want my life to go? Do I want my life to go back to New York city and doing what I was doing? Or am I going to go back to my roots in Alabama and reconnect with family? And so if you like small town, you're probably going to swing that way. If you like sure. urban, you're probably going to swing the other way. So I think that also comes into it in terms of lifestyle choice because she was making a lifestyle yeah. choice with whichever guy she chose for sure yeah okay cool all right final love triangle thoughts they're fine i have none i've been there <laughs> said them all all right um then thank you everyone for joining us at story chats I'm sure you've got something to say. Let us, let us know what it is in the comments on YouTube or on our uh, Story Chats Facebook page. Um, you can find information about the pod podcast at inspiromance.com slash story chats. And uh, if you are watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell. And in the meantime, we'll see you next week. Don't forget to fall in love with a good book. Bye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>